Welcome back, Sweet Seeds. It's Meditation Mondays here with yours truly on the Motivation Podcast. First and foremost, I want to extend my gratitude toward all of you, my dear friends, fans, patrons, and listeners. You are so cared for and so deeply appreciated. If you like this podcast, please download, subscribe, and share. You can visit motivation.com for more links and to donate to the expansion of this podcast as 25% of your donation goes to help animals in need. Who doesn't love animals? Before we get started, take a moment to find out how I started this podcast. Hi, Sweet Seeds. Thanks so much for taking a moment to listen to how I started this podcast because it's been so much fun. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I highly recommend you check out Anchor. It's free. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. This means all your friends get to support you. Anchor really is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you're ready, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Now back to the episode. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was in high school and college, I always greatly enjoyed a good debate. And by good debate, I mean not like the one we saw between the two presidential candidates, but... One that is a little bit more productive and efficient and feels like you're now gaining new perspectives. I never joined the debate team, but that didn't stop me from debating. I love to prove points, and being Greek, I felt very justified in my argumentative attitude. You know, as fun as it was then, the real world has shown me so much more. Between disagreements with friends and family or loved ones, and arguments with classmates and coworkers, I realized that we all really truly want to agree at the end of the day. If I make a point, I want you to agree with me on that point, and vice versa. So in the end, we all really want to just agree. But we both firmly believe in the opposite of each other. So we argue. We lay facts, data, we lay our perspective, we justify with our reasoning, Maybe we go down to our feelings, our beliefs, and still we disagree. It's not about coming to an agreement. And it's not about trying to persuade someone to believe in what you want them to believe. In actuality, when conflicts arise, seeking common ground is so much more productive and efficient than trying to find the winner's podium and stand there and hold the trophy. So if when we come together, when we're in any kind of argument, whether it's with our lover, our partner, our best friend, our mother, or our coworker, or just some stranger on Facebook who's pissing us off, we can choose to share, listen, and find something to relate on. If we ignore that, you know, there's probably something we can agree on. We only set ourselves up to disagree further. So finding something to relate on. And you might be surprised how many people have the same values, but have different experiences. For example, I might really love cats, which I do, but you might absolutely hate them. We might both value having an animal in our home to bring us emotional stability, to be something we can nurture, to have a best friend, and to provide that animal a good home. But we have very different experiences of what that animal looks like. For me, it might be a cat. For you, it might be a snake. It's really just depending on our own selves. And we can disagree. The best pet is a cat. No, the best pet is a snake. We both agree 
that pets are great. What we're disagreeing on is what type of pet. That's basically what I mean on trying to find something to relate on. All right, well, at least we can agree that pets are awesome. So by deciding to share, listen, and find something to relate on, by being the one that makes that choice to initiate that movement, initiate that interaction, you are choosing to be the bigger person. And this is not, you know, out of competitiveness. You don't have to be the best person ever, but be the bigger person out of heartfelt love for the person, or at least for yourself. Maybe you're disagreeing with someone who you absolutely cannot stand, but holding hate within yourself, within your own heart, will only lead you to experiencing more situations that bring that emotion back up, that bring you into a state of hate. And no one needs to live with the poison of hate in their body. So be the bigger person out of heartfelt love for yourself, if anything else. You know, when I moved out of my parents' home when I was 18, shortly after, my dad started to learn ballroom dancing. My mom, of course, joined him, but he really took it to the next level. He has competed, and it's great. It's so fun to watch him, and I've got to take classes as well. And oh, mama, here's what I learned. It takes two to samba. If you don't know what the samba is, it's actually a very difficult and fast dance. So don't slip, don't trip, lead and follow the dance. Being the leader, you have to ensure that if you're the one that's initiating the conversation, you have to lead it. You have to take responsibility for where it is going. And if you're the follower, you have to follow the leader of the conversation. However, this doesn't mean that you have to sink into their energy or sink down to their frequency. In fact, you can actually meet them where they're at, but maintain your own frequency. So if they're projecting their beliefs on you and you say, okay, well, I have to respond or I want to respond to this conversation, you are the follower because you didn't initiate the conversation. Take that as a gift. Whether you're the leader or the follower, it's both a gift. When you're following, take this as an opportunity to always choose to be the bigger person, no matter how often the leader of the conversation or the initiator of the conversation tries to throw daggers, insults, or is just trying to make you feel bad. If that's happening, do not sink. I repeat, do not slip. Do not trip. It is a dance. So allow it to be a dance. It doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be hard. It's just a choice. And it's all going to come back down to your emotions and how well you manage them. But also your own awareness, your self-awareness of recognizing when to give and when to push against or when to push away or when to push back. And that's not to mean push in offense and hurt the person, whether that's verbally or physically. It really just means when to give and when to move away, when to say, you know what, I'm done with this conversation. I don't need to do this. That's you pushing against and saying, I'm not going to follow how you want me to follow. I'm going to push against you and I'm going to now lead. In ballroom dance, you don't really switch the roles of who's leading and who's following the dance. But in conversation, you can. You can say, all right, it's my turn to lead the dance. It's my turn to lead the conversation. I'm going to lead with, I'm done with this and I'm going to walk away. But do so in a way where you show up always as your highest self. Because if you show up as your lower self, you are opening yourself to the possibility of being attacked again. And there's no reason for that. 
first and foremost, keep love and union at the forefront of your goals in your conversations. And always make intimacy and common ground the point of your unwavering focus. This is really for people in relationships or with your family or your best friend. If you get into a fight with your partner, you do not want to fight. I don't know any couples who really enjoy fighting who are like, yeah, we fight all the time and it's great. I really don't know. Maybe you're some Aries people. I'm not really sure. If you are really in love with this person and you really want this relationship to work, whether you are at fault or not, the most healthy thing you can do is to find that common ground. Find where you can say, all right, I understand where you're coming from. Here's where I'm coming from. And now it's in their court. The ball is in their court. They have to decide whether they are going to show up in the same way. And here's the thing. If they don't, whether they're at fault or not, if they don't want to find that common ground or come to meet you in the middle or come to any kind of understanding, you have two options. Either give them some space because maybe they're still upset and they need to work through their own emotions or dump them, walk away. If that person is not willing to work things out with you, how are you ever going to move forward? It's part of a big feminist movement, which by the way, I'm not feminist, But I see this a lot in my friends who are, that they will not compromise. And I think that should go both ways. Nobody should compromise. You should not compromise yourself in a relationship. You should always find more ways to embody your higher self, not compromise that. If you're compromising that, you are limiting yourself and you're putting yourself into a cage. And I don't know if you'll ever be able to get out. So I highly recommend not compromising, but instead find a place in you that can meet this person where they're at. That's true love. And if the other person's not willing to join you, honestly, ever, you might need to reassess that relationship. Either way, you know, a lot of relationship advice or communication advice can be very good in theory, but then when you try to apply it, it feels awkward and rather corny. So here's a tip that can really be applied to any situation and you can bring your own authenticity with it. Listen to this language and this process to help you find some common ground in the moment. So say you and your partner or your best friend or a family member, I'm talking someone who's really close to you. Say you're in a big fight and you just, you don't want to lose this person, right? Address the issue first and state, this is, this is something I want to share my perspective on. That's what you say to them. I would like to share my perspective on this. Hopefully they'll be open to listening and, and you need to be open as well. And you need to truly share without any judgment or berating or any kind of offense on them. No reason for them to be defensive. Do not give them that. Be very honest with your own self, your own emotions and how you feel. Show up there. Share your perspective. And then... When you're done, ask them this question. What did you receive from what I said? Or if you're speaking to a man, this might be easier. What do you think about what I said? Men like to think. So if you're speaking with a man, it might be better to use the word think, but you can try using the word receive. It's up to you. So again, the question is to open the floor for feedback and for them to share how they feel about what you said. Not for them to share how they feel, about the situation, but but for them to share about how they feel about what you shared. And then it's their opportunity to open up 
and to share what they feel. And this is your time to listen. Really hear what they're saying. Do not interject for any reason. Let them speak. Let them, even if they interrupted you, let them speak and let them share. And then when they are finished, whether they ask you those questions or not, share what you receive and state your idea of a solution. So let's let's kind of... So the last step is once you've both shared how you view the situation and how you feel about how each other views it, then you can negotiate values. So then you can say, okay, cool. What do you value most right now in this situation? And then also check in with yourself and say, this is what I value most in this situation. And then you can negotiate and ensure that not only are your values being honored and their values being honored, but both of your values are being honored. And when you honor each other's values, you know what you do? You find that common ground. Both parties really just want their values to be honored. They want to be heard. They want to feel respected and validated. So if you're really in it for the long haul with this person, honor their values. But do not compromise your own. Always include your own values as well. You have to honor yourself first before you can honor another because if you're dishonoring yourself in order to honor another you are actually dishonoring them because you're showing up in a less complete form of yourself so show up as your biggest self show up as your most complete self look at each other's values look at their values look at your values and really analyze talk about communicate how you can find common ground communicate how you can honor each other's values So as I recite this spoken word that I wrote for you guys last night on the topic of finding common ground in adversity, I'd really like to encourage you to take some time to just tune into yourself, to notice if any emotions come up, to notice how your body changes or reacts or feels, to notice what thoughts come up as you listen. And after If you're in a good space for a meditation, I will be leading you through a guided meditation on the same wavelength to help you integrate the purpose of these emotions that might come up and to fully integrate into applying whatever it is that you need to in order to continue to grow, in order to be able to be that person that shows up as their biggest, highest self and does want to and is able to find common ground. So, without further ado, here is the spoken word. If there is one thing that I would tell myself every day, from when I was a child to now, to when I am much, much older, it is to not only carefully choose your battles, for that is the foundation of setting healthy boundaries, I would say always, always find healthy common ground. For when we interact and we share opposing perspectives and we disagree and we argue, maybe yell, maybe cry, we fight internally a battle that we likely would not choose to fight and we definitely don't want to lose or win. If I win, who loses? Common ground, mutual understanding, mutual respect, the space for, the opportunity to give or receive loving kindness, a unified division. Together, we make this choice, and together will we evolve. Divided, we don't even agree to disagree, then divided, 
Will we remain? Do as you will. Be the you that feels divine. The one free from bondage. Bondage to emotions like frustration, resentment, superiority, inferiority, anger, rage, disgust, irritation. These are all bonds. And we always have a choice whether to remain tethered or to transcend and realign, to come together and realize the divide is in the lie. The battles are all in our mind. Like all humans, we cannot ignore our intended journey. We can always decide what battle we need to fight. For we battle not against flesh and blood, but spirits and principalities. Ephesians 6.12 Our common ground is our evolution as humanity. Our common ground is our revolution, not a fantasy. Believe that opposition can, does, always have a meeting point. Right there, exactly where it should be in the middle. Our values and our perspectives are the same and different, like everything on a spectrum. Welcome to Meditation Mondays. As promised, I am going to guide you through a channeled meditation. This meditation is purposely created with the intention to help you further integrate any of the emotions and anything that came up inside of you while you were listening to the discussion or the spoken word or while you just contemplated what it means to find common ground in adversity. This meditation is not to be done while operating heavy machinery, especially cars. So if you're driving, please, please, please park and find a safe space to begin this meditation. I highly recommend you find a safe, quiet, and comfortable space in order to really get the depth of this meditation. Let's begin. Go ahead and find yourself in a comfortable seated position, whether that means cross-legged on a cushion or on the sofa, or seated on a chair with your feet planted flat onto the ground. Or you might find yourself more comfortable laying down on your back. Wherever you choose to position yourself, just be sure you can relax and stay awake throughout this meditation. As you get comfortable, start noticing the quality of your breath. Try to avoid controlling the breath now, as it's really important to just notice, to just accept yourself as you are. You are already perfect. There is no need to control how you breathe right now just allow. Tune into the spaces between each breath. Tune into where your attention is bringing your breath. For your breath is your life force. Wherever you choose to bring this attention, that's where your life force goes. Go ahead and exhale everything fully. And inhale. Inhale all the way to the top with a big belly. Hold it with big lungs. Allow this breath to be held within your body. Allow the oxygen to infuse within your skin. And as you hold this breath, you can direct it up into your heart chakra, up into your throat chakra up into your third eye chakra, onto your crown chakra. And as you bring this energy, as you bring this breath up, feel 
the expansiveness, feel your strength and your resilience. When it gets to your crown chakra, you can allow it to come out and come around you, creating a safe bubble for you to rest and meditate in. This meditation will be focused on resistance. Resistance shows up in our lives in many different ways. Sometimes it shows up in our resistance bands during our workout. Sometimes it shows up in really just not wanting to do the thing. Sometimes it shows up in not wanting to be our higher self in any given moment. Especially when we're in conflict with those that we love, sometimes we can find ourselves easily slipping into resistance and pushing away that which we love. As you breathe, allow yourself to remember the times in which you've experienced resistance. Know that it's okay, it's perfectly a human thing to do. But also know that through this resistance, on the other side is always something greater, it is always what you are manifesting. Imagine a bright, bright, bright light about two feet in front of you. Take note of what color the bright light is. Take note of if it's dull or bright, pastel or dark, if it's spotted or solid, if it feels heavy or if it feels light. Notice as much as you can about this light that's two feet in front of you. Go ahead and take an inhale. And as you inhale, watch this light and watch what it does. Does it expand or does it contract? Just allow it to move in the way that it is wanting to. As you watch this and inhale, then exhale and watch what it does. Does it expand? Or does it contract? Does it get bigger or smaller? Does it move? Where does it go? Watch this light, for this light is guided by your mind. This light is your mind. We're going to go for a swim, so go ahead and look straight into the light. Imagine that you bring your arms into a diving position Get ready to dive right into this light and jump. As you dive through the light, imagine how it feels around your body. Imagine the temperature, imagine the texture. How does it feel to be in here? Where do you end up? Once you are on the other side of this light, where are you? As you look around, take note, are you outside, are you inside? Wherever you are, take note of how you feel. Were you scared? Were you excited? Are you uncertain? 
or do you feel comfortable? Go ahead and sit down in this room or place wherever you are and get comfortable here. We're going to do a little meditation inception. Go ahead and sit down in this place that you've created in your mind. Sit cross-legged with your hands facing up in your lap. Feel the air around you and drop into this self, this self that is meditating in your meditation. And as you go deep into this self, feel the emptiness, feel the space. Imagine while you are meditating, Around you there is commotion. Maybe it's birds, maybe it's squirrels, maybe it's a kitten, maybe it is your friends, maybe it's people. Just imagine that there is commotion. Maintain your dignity by sitting so still, by feeling so relaxed that this commotion cannot penetrate you. Allow yourself to take note, to notice what's happening around you, the sounds, the smells, the feeling of the air. Just take notice. Take notice and accept it. Send it love. As you open your eyes, to what is around you in this second meditation state. See what the commotion was. Was it really animals? Was it really people? Or were you all alone and it was just your mind? Whatever it was, imagine that it slowly begins to quiet and disappear. And suddenly, you find yourself alone no sound. Out of the corner of your eye, you see a figure. You're not quite sure what this is, but it begins to approach you. And as it gets closer, you realize that it is a human. It is a person. And as they get closer, you realize that this person is someone that you just had an argument with. Whether the argument was resolved or not, you just had an argument with this person. <clears throat> they come over to you and they sit down. And you look at them in their eyes. Take note of how you feel. Take note of what comes up, what thoughts, what you want to say to them. And as soon as you can, tell this person exactly what you want to say to them. Tell them how you feel. Tell them what bothers you. And then empty the room. Let them go away. You got to share what it was that bothered you. Now let them go. Let the situation go. Realize that the things that bothered you 
are all in your own mind. They're all your own creations. That this person, yes, they may have done something or said something that made you feel however it is that you feel. But the feeling is yours to transmute, yours to transform, yours to alchemize. And so you sit in this room, in this place, all alone. All alone with this emotion. Maybe you cry. Maybe you scream. Maybe you feel hopeless. However you feel. Accept that this is your reality. That this is your the emotion that you created. That you allowed. And as you notice this emotion and the quality of it and the frequency of it notice how it has space to leave look at that tunnel at which it came through look at that tube in which it can leave all you have to do is send it let go Together, let's all exhale everything within us and inhale deeply, inhaling space, inhaling transformation, inhaling the newness that comes, the rebirth that comes when you let go of something that was not serving you, when you let go of resistance, when you let go of your grip, and when you allow movement to happen within and outside of you. Remember the light from the beginning? Imagine that this light was inside of you this whole time and now you get to pull it out. And this is just a piece, a tiny piece of the light that exists within you. But you're going to take it and you're going to offer it. Stick it in the tube and send it. Send it far away. It's no longer needed here. The lesson has been learned. The wisdom of this emotion has been earned and it is time to move forward. It is time to heal. And so you choose to, you choose to send it all the way and it's gone. The tube disappears, the tunnel is gone and you again are alone. You again are free. You again are sovereign. You are not bonded to this emotion. The resistance that you had held the reason why you had felt this challenge, this emotion, was because your lesson was not over. Turn your attention now to 
behind yourself and imagine a portal. Imagine what the portal looks like. You can create it however you like. Imagine what the portal looks like. And as you get up and you turn around and you go towards this portal, you feel yourself shedding like a snake. Shedding a layer of yourself that was outdated, that was old, that was resistant, that was gripping onto something that no longer served it. And as you step through this portal, on the other side, you see everything that you've ever wanted. The feelings that you want to feel, happiness, bliss, joy, contentment, ambition, love, nurturance, caring, appreciation, joy, all exist here, success, wealth, prosperity, love, all exists here. And as you resonate being on this other side, remember how you got there. Send gratitude to that lesson. Send gratitude to that experience. Wrap your arms around yourself and give yourself a big hug. Turn the corners of your mouth up into a nice big smile. Take a deep breath in. And exhale with a sigh. You've made it. Stay rooted. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Meditation Mondays on the Motivation Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon. Please remember to tune in for Wednesday's Women Wisdoms. Every Wednesday, I share the conversations I have with women from all over the world, from all walks of life, as they share their life experiences, work, and passions, and how they have found or inspired the motivation to pursue the state of mind they have now. We are never alone in our experiences, and it's okay to talk about the obstacles that have shaped the powerful, sensitive, strong, and receptive women we are today and will become. Tune in and share with your sisters, daughters, mothers, grandmothers, friends, and foes. Let's grow together. Stay rooted, sweet seeds. Until next time.